Hey, people. Yo. Yeah, Mike. Up? Three songs. Three songs. It's a podcast about music, man. Three songs. It's three songs. Or maybe more. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. March 28th, 2018, episode 62, Bob Nastanovich. Yeah, 62 this time. How are you How doing? Are you, my man, Mike Hogan. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good. Back at it. Got some fun stuff. We got some What's good going stuff. on in Queens? What's going on over there? I don't know. The weather's getting a little warmer. You can tell springs. I mean, spring is officially here, but it hasn't felt like it. You can, you can feel like the weather's starting to act like it's almost here. You can feel that ground earth coming up too. When yeah. that warm when that warm air hits the ground, you can you, they're kicking up all the cold. Yeah. So uh so still not toasty on the porch, but no. There's no. ghosty on the porch, but <laughs> he's coiled spring, that thing. He's a coiled spring as I'm, they say in I'm racing, sure so. he will make his presence known sooner or later on this show. Mm-hmm. Probably do it during this song. I'm gonna start the show off with with well, the, the godmother of rock and roll, right? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't really need an intro, so let's not really yeah. do much of an intro. Let's play it and then let's talk. It's the sister. The sister, sister Rosetta Thorpe. Yeah. Strange things happening every day. Indeed. Yeah. Jesus is the holy light 
strange things, Bob. Well, I'm telling you, like that's like probably the most influential artist of all time, actually. Very possibly. I mean, in, in one of the best guitar players of all time, too. Well, that was made in 1943, right? Yeah. And she just wanted to rock the church. <laughs> right. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. And, like, she was in Cotton Plant, Arkansas, right? And, like, she wanted to, to people to, like, listen to the message. And she right. wanted to rock the church. And she thought, you know, maybe, like, and that's 1943, yeah. Okay, so like the people that she influenced, like if you think about like seventy five years ago, there would be, there years would be ago. like no seventy five years ago, Bob. Yeah, and she lived to be fifty eight. Yeah. I think she died in Philly, but she spent a lot of time in Chicago. And um, I, I guess her first husband, I think she had three or four. She kept uh, the name of her first husband. Uh, I believe his name was Joe Tharp, but like uh, she. Uh, what an impact! Like, it's yeah. it's incredible. All the blues guitarists, you know, and and, and even R and B, like, you right. know, and, and well, and then I guess she made the gospel roll. the gospel rock. Uh, you know, she, she made the gospel rock, and like nobody knew what rock and roll was. That's right. That's right. I mean, and you know, she gets obviously lumped in with gospel because not necessarily because of the style, more because of the message. She was singing about. Jesus and God oh, and, and the church yeah. and, oh, and that, that sort of that thing. was her only theme really right and and it's sort of like you know I mean I thought about playing her when I did the religion show a while back I imagined you did yeah but, I imagined you did but you know I almost felt like she deserved her own and so I'm glad you brought her I was going to bring her sooner or later I, I kind of felt like she deserved her own focus because. She was. She's so influential. She's so amazing, and it's more than just about what she's saying about, and it's more than just about the time. I mean, it's what she did. You know, a woman playing guitar. I mean, just aside from everything else, that was a rarity. That was the cool thing about her church is like that's the first first time they ever let. As far as I know, but like they would let w- women sing in the church. Yeah, and so, uh, but I mean, beside that, like even in terms of rock and roll, like the list of people she influenced is insane. Right, you know, like Little Richard, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee, Muddy Waters, even like the English, like Eric Clapton, like you know Jeff Beck, Keith Richards, like people always like you know they'll always well. And- and and Howlin Wolf her. and Howlin Wolf and and he Howlin Wolf too his his guitarist Hubert Sumlin is one of my favorite guitarists ever. I'm, one of these days I'm going to play some Howlin Wolf and focus on Hubert Sumlin's playing. But uh, huge influence on him was was Ros- Rosetta Tharp. So uh, and and none of that would matter. I mean the whole she was she was a woman. She was. You know, ahead of her time, none of that would matter if the songs weren't there. And her songs, they kick ass. No, she killed it. I don't yeah. know how she did all that stuff too, because and, and she played fast. Yeah, right. She played really fast. Right. Like, right. but total, anyways, you know, total precursor. We're gonna to be on the show. We'll get back to her. Yeah. In fact, maybe in show one hundred, we'll go back to all the all of our favorite artists. You know, and, and you can play your favorite song by Sister Rosetta Tharp. But uh, you're. Uh, you're already planning ahead. I, I I like it. Okay. 
Ah, I hope, I hope we can make 38 more of these, you know, uh, but maybe. where are you going? Are you, are you going to take us to your, to your homeland? <laughs> My home, the homeland that I've never visited. Yeah, uh, sure. I'll, I'll, you know, it's only a matter of time. It's been, a, it's been a while since I played something from New Zealand, you know, probably four or five episodes. So, so it's only appropriate I go back there with Mr. Alistair Galbraith. We're traveling the world tonight. We're going to go down there, too, a couple of times, a bunch of times. Yeah. A heavy, come back home. A heavy, heavy influence on a lot of artists in New, the New Zealand scene. I mean, he's he's a heavyweight. He's up there in some ways with Chris Knox, you know, as far as longevity and as far as, you know, maybe a little more obscure, certainly, but played in a bunch of bands, collaborated with a bunch of artists, was involved in uh, a lot of different music scenes, and is still around. I mean, I think I, uh, you know, uh, there's an artist who I haven't played, but uh, I've been thinking about playing. This woman, Maxine Funk, 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 Funky, that sh- he has um, kind of taken under his wing and done some recording with recently. Uh, she's been getting some attention, and deservedly so. But Alistair Galbraith. Um, he, started, he was in the Plagal Grind, he was in the Rip, released records on Flying Nun, released records on Expressway. So now he was an early 80s artist, I think that's when he kicked things off. The Rip was would have been his first band, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, actually the album the album I know best is that Plagal Ground EP in 90, Plagal Grind. Plagal Grind, yeah. And then after that he went solo, put out some records on Silt Breeze and... Uh, I think Emperor Jones and, you know, Ajax, a number of uh, things along those lines. I'm going to I'm gonna do one. I think this is from the Silk Breeze record. Uh, this is a song called Bravely, Bravely from the mid-90s off of Seely Gurn. Alistair Galbraith. Fantastic. A classic. As I leave you, I am sitting hard against the sun. How bravely, bravely the mirror struck child was. I always foresee things tonight, meaning out of Fragments of the 
Galbraith, you there, Bob? I'm there. Okay. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, yeah, just thinking about the song, you know, how it moved me. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> how did it move you? How did it move Ghost? <laughs> Quite well. Yeah, it moved Ghost all over the place. Oh. Yeah, I, I had to scold him a few times during that because he was getting a little bit feverish. Mm. You know, which is good. You know, it's what you want out of your four-year-old corgi. That's right. He's got to burn off some energy so he can sleep well. Yeah, so derby time's right around the corner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't have derby fever. Do you get derby fever anymore? Mm, not really. I don't know. They don't say it like that, Mike. They say not really. They said okay. like... Sorry, not really. Yeah, not so much yet. Do you have a derby horse this year? Uh, no, I, you know, it's it's hard because nothing's really grabbed me. But there's still time. There's still four or five weeks. I'll give you my derby horse. Okay, and I'll and I mean like, we'll see what happens with this horse, you know. But I only go to one live race a year. Tampa Bay Derby. Yeah, in terms of Derby preps. Okay. And right, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And obviously, I work at the racetrack side, but I'm saying like, as somebody's not working, so the horse that won the Tampa Bay Derby quip, he bears watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bears watching. So that's all I'm going to say. So we're going to quit. I mean, talk derby because it's going to segue into our next couple of songs. Okay. Because you and I actually hit the nail on the head tonight from right. the standpoint that we were both going to play the same band. Right. Which that's... I think it might be the first time in three song spot history, not that anybody's following our history <laughs> amongst our 200 regular listeners or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know. So, you know, that's all beside the point. People si- sitting around, the, the three three songs pod historians. But I've had my Freakwater song on the back burner for a long time. Me too. Okay. Me too. Right. I don't know why we back burner this band. Maybe too many people back burner this band. Like, to me, it, like, it, like when you listen to Freakwater, it's derby time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think maybe that's part of it. I was waiting for the right time. Louisville. It's like Louisville, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so maybe we'll play it. Well, maybe we'll go, we'll go back to him on Derby Eve or something. But we, we could. Anyways, we'll double bubble him tonight. I'm gonna play my wife, who's a huge Freakwater fan. My wife Whitney, and uh, this is her favorite song by them. It's called Amelia Earhart. Thank you. 
So I'd imagine you know the women in Freakwater, right, Bob? No, I mean, I would have seen Eleven Dream Day, you know, with Janet being in, you know, like in, when I was a kid okay. in New York. And then, but like... You never spent time with them in Louisville? No, no. no. They, you know, They're gone by no. then? Or? In fact, I'll tell you a great story. I'll okay. tell you a good story. One time, like, I was getting back from some hellish tour in the Louisville airport is pretty small. It's kind of like the Des Moines airport, kind of small. And like, I was, you know, gotten back from God knows what I did. I'm going to say 94 or something. And I'm walking through, like, you know, when you leave the airport and like, you see somebody heading through security that you sort of recognize that you sort of know that you've never hung out with, but like you've seen her band, like, and like she's heading off on one. And like, and it was like the perfect nod. Like I'm done, you go. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kathy Irwin, Kathy Irwin from Freakwater. And that's like, I mean, like now I've, I would have seen her like Kathy Irwin. I would have seen her like 25 times in my life in person or on stage. And like, it's not going to bother her. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's yeah. not going to bother me either. You know, like, she does what she does and like, and she does more of this. Right. So, yeah. you know, and, and like, you know, it's a, it's a certain thing. Like you just like, you know, respect the brilliance of others and just say like, you know, have a great show. You know, that's right. That's right. Well, uh, you know, I just know that you living in Louisville. In, in she probably looked at me as like some sort of lucky shithead, but like, you know, I was just like, you know, <laughs> well, that's you know, how I look at you, man. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, like, I wouldn't do that, actually, but, like, you know, you know, who knows? Like, I don't feel that way every day, but who knows? <laughs> uh, we're all lucky in our own way, right? Lucky to be here. That's right. You know? That's right. So, uh, so yeah, I was going to play some Freak Water, too, and I'm going to let you pick, because I couldn't, I couldn't decide, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to divert to you. Do you want me you, you, Oh, you I got to look at the playlist. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no playlist, no playlist. Freak Water, studio or live, what do you think? Oh, definitely go studio. Okay, go studio. In fact, I can pull, I can pull one out easily. No, like, I got I, 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 I got it. I got it. My list. Like, I got it. I got it. I was I was gonna play. I don't have like you know, like I know like twenty five of their songs. My wife knows eighty. I'm gonna you play. Know what I mean? I'm gonna play from their first album. You know, Lonesome Sound. You go all the way back. All the like, way back, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. Lonesome yeah, Sound. They're still going. I guarantee yeah. you. Like if you're if you're there like Derby Week, and they're playing. Hopefully at like 1 a.m. Make sure you're there. Okay. You know this one, right? Lonesome Sound? I do, yeah. I do this. Okay. I, I, yeah. The thing is with Freakwater, anything that you play by Freakwater, I'll recognize because it emanates from my wife's art studio on that's, a constant basis. You know what I mean? That's good. That's good. That's good. This one was covered by Tortoise, but here's the original, Lonesome Sound by Freakwater. Well, dear God, don't play the Tortoise one. Yeah. Sorry.
There you go, Bob. Frequent. See, I'm not pretty enough to listen to that music. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you ever feel that way? Like when you're uh, watching a band, like it's I, like, I, yeah, I guess I know what you mean. I don't know. It's like you know, I don't even know. But like, love to listen to them. But like, you're not worthy. I guess maybe that's one of those things. Who knows how things work? You know, like. I mean, like Sylvanesso, you know this band, right? You ever heard of this band, Sylvanesso from Durham, North Carolina? I don't think so. They had a play here last night, like about a mile away from me at Hoyt Sherman Place. Okay. Which is a cool venue, like good venue or whatever. And uh, I'm mildly aware of them, like, you know, cool songs, you know, like cool band, like, again, ignorant, like don't know like what they do, but like. Just not pretty enough, you know. <laughs> Actually, I'm quite ugly, you know, so. <laughs> oh, Bob. Yeah, that's why you play the old, little, That's you know, more comfortable, like, you know, with uh, listening to Nag, Nag, Nag by Cabaret Voltaire. You know? <laughs> that's 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 why this isn't a, a video show? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, like, you know, I feel, I feel more comfortable in, in Sheffield than Louisville. Always okay. did, always will. That's you know. that's understandable, you know. Yeah, you you don't need a fancy hat in Sheffield. Like you know, my favorite. What's your favorite city in the world? If you had to name one, uh, you know, I lived in Portland for a long time, and it still has a soft spot in my heart. But you know, I mean, I haven't lived there in four four plus years, and I hear it's changed quite a bit. So, so, so no, like, where would you be? Like, like right now, like, where would you be with with Marie and Teddy? Like, anywhere in the world, like, regardless of, like, money, like, where would you guys be? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, if, 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 if money was no... I, I do love New York. I do love a lot of the things about New York. Uh, you know, I like... Uh, but I you, work I haven't, hard there. I haven't, you work I haven't, hard there. That's true, but if you're telling me money's no object. I don't know. It's... Uh, no, 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 let's make money an object. Let's go within our budgets. Like... I just soon be, I'd, rather, I'd rather soon be in Hull. You I, know. I, I will say this, though. I know I haven't traveled the globe nearly as much as you, so it's hard for me to choose because... Yeah, it's a tough question for you. Yeah. So, anyways, when you think about Louisville, which is a great city, okay? I've never been, so I'll take your word. And um, so, like, Louisville, like, if you think about the gateway to the Midwest... Like the line is that Ohio River there. Sure. Because one, yeah. once you leave Kentucky and you enter New Albany, that's where the Midwest starts. Like to me, like yeah. spiritually, because like Kentucky, like we all consider to be a southern state. Sure. And right. like Indiana is very much a Midwestern state, right? Yeah. As Midwestern as it gets, like in a lot of ways. And, you know, Ohio. I mean, even including. But I, mean, I always think of Ohio as an eastern state. Yeah, well, sure. It's just right over the river, though. But I always think it could be part of the northeast or anything. But, like, when you're in Indiana, you're in the Midwest. But when you're in Kentucky, you're in the south. Sure, yeah. So Louisville, where Freakwater's from, and that's, like, folky, brilliant folky country music. Mm-hmm. And you cross that border into New Albany. There's a you know, br- it's a bridge that Muhammad Ali like tossed his gold medal in. Yeah, it's right there, you know. Yeah. And like, you know, it's a, it, it's like a weird experience. Like, 
Louisville's a magical place, and like, anyways, I I I, I hate to indulge. What's your next song? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change things up. I didn't even mention this. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play a new band. I'm gonna play a band on Merge. This is an album that came out this year. Um, they're called Ott. O T T O U G H T. Ott. Oh, so yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, a new album called Room Inside the World. This one's called Desire. Like 2018 new? 2018 new on Merge Records. The Lord knows I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Here you go. Check it out. The song's called right. Desire. The band is Ott. Dig it. Didn't I say to you not too recent He was never gonna stay He was never gonna stay here You like the moon in a basket of wheat You rose out of the roses right under my mouth And if I would cry from this petty little town Shine back we will notice Though you never owed us So passionately painted were met to descend from the bleachers without much more than a promise. Well, you got it in your gut, stinking. I could taste it in your pain when you left and when you came, and I could remark upon that old feeling, but that will make you many ways, so many ways The feel of your honey in the corner of my mouth Like a loop around the block Like a shadow in your notebook Oh come on, it's based in rhyme, doesn't matter Now we pause the tape for some laughter I won't accept the conceit any further I will return it to you
So they're from Montreal, Bob. Well, I can live without that, you know. Not your thing? Who cares what I think? Okay. All right. So, anyways, let's talk about the Canaans. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love I mean, the Canaans. Like, have you listened to that song before? Which one? First time you ever heard it. That ought song. I like Yeah, I've heard it. I like it. Not your yeah. thing, though, huh? Nah, it's not that kind of thing, you know? Like, okay. hate to be rude, you know? Like, on it's the okay. program, like, you know... Not- again, I haven't listened to the whole body of songs, but, like, you know, you're asking me, like, this is something I've never heard before, and, like, you know, quite frankly, I didn't like it, you know? So maybe That's if right. I was to do it five times, I'd start liking it, you know? Who knows? I've got a slow ear, man. That's all right. That's all right. Maybe that'll grow. Maybe that's a grower. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a, if I saw him live, you know, and I'd be like, you know, whatever, you know, who knows? But like, you know, I hate to be difficult. I'm just trying, I'm sitting over here being honest, you know. <laughs> no need you know to I mean? worry, my man. No need to worry. I dig them. I like the album. I like the song. I don't know. They're just uh, it's kind of a slow burn. Uh, they, they have a little bit of a different approach. It's not, they're not, uh, you know, I don't know, not, not, not the typical indie rock that I hear these days. Um, okay. Well, maybe your uniquenesses are angle in. Perhaps, so, perhaps. They, maybe um, it's because it's I'm a gonna, little slightly different, but, uh. Let's go back down under. Yeah. I love the Sound Canadians. of the city. The love, Canadians. love, love the Canadians. Love, love fair Love affair with nature. All right, sound of the city. I might want to. I yeah. want to. I, I want to play. Go, maybe I'll double up. I'll double up with another song from this record because I love this record too. A love affair with nature. The Canadians. Yeah, double bubble it, and All then right. we'll, we'll talk about the Canadians afterwards because right. they are very unheralded. Yeah.
Names. Sydney's finest. Yeah. I'll play another. Why not? Right, Same good. album. Yeah. Take this is uh, take me to the hotel, Joanna.
There you go, Bob. Yeah, Two. Stephen O'Neill and Francis Gibson. Two of Sydney's finest. Yeah. Great city, that Sydney. Great city. Great band, the Canaans. Oh, hell yeah. Still going. Still going strong. I feel like we should play more Canaans. Have you ever heard the collaboration they did with Stewart from Boy Racer? Well, I do have. Yeah, I do know Boy Racer. Yeah, well, they they did a they did an album. I think it was in two thousand, called Communi- "Communicating at an Unknown Rate." It was the Canaan's and Steward. Um, okay, so you're gonna like end the show because this no. is your pick now. Because you've double yeah. bubbled like two I, of my songs. I know I have. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't hump back your songs. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure as hell I'm not gonna hump back aught till the cows come. Do, do, you, do you need an apology, man? No, I've got I've got an apology song ready. I've got an apology. You want an apology song? I can play it and then I can end the show. No, I'll I'll just end the you show. Do whatever you want. I'm man. just gonna what I'm got? I'm just gonna end the show. You started it with some gospel, some blues gospel. Then you kick some ass on the way out the door. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with some blues gospel. There you uh, go. I'm gonna go blind Willie. What are you looking at over there? You're looking at like some sort of huge song list. You just pluck away, can't you? I kind of can. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I, I sort of prep it yeah. a little early. You know, I, 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 I shortlist it. You know, on Skype on an iPad. That's you fine. Know. Yeah. This guy's got like you know what do you got down there? Like some sort of like sophisticated equipment or yeah, something. Yeah, you know. No, I mean three songs pod in the show. Okay, uh, Blind Willie Johnson. Praise God, I'm satisfied. I just I love this song. To me, I always felt like this was a, a, a duet. This was a duet between an angel and and what I imagined to be like a cartoon frog. But oh, it's digging quite deep, isn't it? It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Dig it. Praise God, I'm satisfied. Blind Willie Johnson. Praise God, I'm satisfied. Well, I'm in Well, I'm glad I know I'm Thank God I'm satisfied. God I'm 
Texas now. That's right. Down to Texas. Yeah. yeah. Classic stuff. Houston area. Now, who's that woman that's singing over the top? I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no way to figure that out. Hell, she could sing. <laughs> uh, that was guy. That guy. He sang. He was a chess singer. He couldn't sing, but he was, he'd sing like you and I would. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You know, he sounded like a cartoon frog, but she's right, got a beautiful chess voice singer, yeah. man. Chess voice. <laughs> She's got a beautiful voice. You know, of course, he did John he the Revelator. Slides. He's smart yeah. enough. Like, hey, yeah. you know, bring a bring a talented lady in who can sing like a hell storm. Yeah. That's, uh, you know what I mean? It's what we should all do always, you know. Yeah. that's. Uh, I love that song. Seemed like a fitting way to end it when you started with uh, Sister Rosetta. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's kind of a tip of the cap on the way out. The yeah, door. yeah. It's for you, Bob. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Mike. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll say straight from the chest. Thanks for listening to <laughs> Three Songs Pod. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Three Songs Pod. That's right.